0: You're listening to the League of Ordinary Gentlemen podcast with your hosts, Brent and Angelo. All right, here we go for the week of April 9th. This is episode five, the world championship. I'm Brent. Here's
1: Angelo. How's it going, everyone? What a finish this weekend. Let's get into what we're going to talk about.
0: So first, uh, first segment that we have is uh, the winners and the losers. So obviously our big winner,
1: Hennessy Williams. What a night on Saturday. He goes plus three. His, uh, his next in line, Whiskey Van Dyke does 3.5 on a Saturday night, but Hennessy pulls it out. With a 0.5 victory, the most incredible finish we've ever seen. But my winner this week has to be Tony Spears, the world champion.
0: An unreal finish. I mean that I, we've never had a season where I don't think it's been that close, except for the tie. But uh, that that infamous
1: tie that's going to live in history forever, the Luke. Yes, this is our closest season ever, uh, one to four, with a separation of only 12 points. We've never even come close to having a top four that uh, that's been that close in terms of points. So my winner this week, Hennessy Williams, I do have to give Doug Bulby a win too. He had a fantastic season. And uh, at the end of the day, Jamie Benn took him down on Saturday night and Metal Storm Destruction is a winner. He pulled off his strategy. He hung on for the win and I got to give him full marks. Who are your losers this week? Ben? Um,
0: well, for me, I mean, it's the obvious is that uh, everybody who didn't money, but for me, the clear loser is Nick in a box. A uh, big jump. He had a big night of two and a, two and a half in terms of a jump, but he's a loser because he left a game on the table.
1: His strategy is a losing strategy. Are, are you calling him a loser?
0: Uh, um, let me clarify. Nick is a loser. He left a game on
1: the table. Let's call it a rookie mistake. We, we've been talking about how clearly he is a fantasy hockey manager with experience. But he missed out. If had he played that one last game at the utility position, that could have given him another goal. That would have propped him into money. Uh, and there are other categories where he was very close—a shorthanded point. So leaving that one game in the utility position.
0: Yeah, there's, there's just at this point, you know, when when you are, you're down, you you you, you lose, you lose out of money there. You're out of money by one point. I don't know. It's clear cut for me. Nick's the loser. Nick's a loser of the season, actually. I'm going to call it, yeah, it's not just of the week. Not for the week of April 9th, Nick is the loser of the
1: season. Wow, you're really hurting his heart this week. I'm, I'm going to say you're still a winner in my mind, though, Nick. If that makes any, uh, any sort of consolation for you, if that's a consolation, you're still a, a winner to me.
0: All right, um, so that's that's this week's Winners and Losers. It's going to be interesting for next week for, for Winners and Losers, but uh, we also are moving into our next segment here, folks. We have a special treat with you. We have uh, the champ online, online on, on uh, just on hold here for a second, and he, the champ, obviously, Tony uh, Hennessy, he is going to walk us through um, his victorious season. I mean, this is a season from... I'm going to say basically from from start to finish that the guy uh, um, I don't say dominated because it was up up and up and uh, up and down for him. But man, uh, I'm glad he's here with us today.
1: Well, Tony never really moved down in the standings very far, fourth or fifth, maybe sixth, yes, maybe. Uh, but from mid-season on, he was he was a player. It was clear that he could money. And then what a finish at the end again, Tony? Are you on the line?
2: I sure am.
1: You know, I was gonna. Uh, I was thinking as well. This is the first time I've ever heard your voice. You have a very nice voice. sultry Drop well, right back at you. You kind of have an Aiden Helmer voice. Is he, this Aiden Helmer? He, he actually kind of does
0: sound like Aiden. It's yeah, a little bit the, freaky.
1: Did everyone that used to work at Ottawa That's Sun have really deep voices from the smoking? The, is the smoking? <laughs> the, smoking <yeah. laughs> the stress <laughs> <laughs> generally. Because. Yeah, (laughs) this is amazing. Well, listen, congratulations, man, on an amazing season. Can we ask you a few questions, or can you give us a reflection on your world championship?
2: Uh, Well, I mean, I never thought I would see the day when I would be the champion of the League of Ordinary Gentlemen. I just didn't think that it would ever be possible. Um, I mean, I'd love to take credit for it, all the amazing managerial decisions that I made, but, like, at the end of the day, (laughs) it's pure dumb luck. Hours, everything seesawing in the stands, like I was so close in so many categories. Uh, you know, it, it could have gone either way at any time
0: until that last whistle in the the L.A. Dallas game. So I'm just kind of well. Let's let's pretty damn lucky. let's trans- uh, transport you back to Saturday night. How nervous were you, actually, Tony?
2: ESPN page open, I was looking at uh, I was looking closely at Brent Jewell actually because uh, I was chasing him in a couple of categories, I was keeping right. a close yeah. eye on it, you Angelo because uh, um, because we were close in, in goals I think it was uh, just trying to see like how can I make up, you know how can I gain, where am I vulnerable and just hoping to God that
1: people would come through I'm sure, was your wife pulling a lot of stats for you as well? Yeah, was she running the no. numbers?
2: No, she was. she was
0: you telling me about this? Please. So you were looking at you were looking at this you were looking at the stats pretty in depth. If you're like look, looking at uh, you know the bottom feeders like myself or you know Patriots, seeing what categories that we could actually catch you in. So th- this must have been uh, 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 you must have lost some hair. Your hairline must have gone back on Saturday night. Yeah. Well, and I thought I was doomed too. I mean, I, 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 the
2: early game was the, the Philly New York game, and then I had uh, Mika Zanetti ad and Wayne Simmons in there. I was hoping they'd do something. Dead, immediately went minus three, uh, and Simmons did bugger all. And I thought at that point that I was basically screwed. but you know, And, and that, that led me to play both of my goaltenders because I thought I'd
1: have to make it up there, and that ended up being almost a fatal mistake as well. Yeah, I actually, around 9 o'clock, I checked, and I saw that Doug had gone up a couple of points. He texted me saying he hoped I got a few goals, which I did in the early games. So I thought you were finished. I thought Doug had it wrapped up. And then just before I went to bed, I noticed you had made a jump over him, and it was Jamie Benn's hat trick in the first period, right?
0: so I, I and I think the biggest the biggest thing for me right now the qu- biggest question I want to ask you is is your your lovely uh championship uh message to the league uh, that was a that was a great job on that by the way
1: I thought you did a great job of of you know bragging just a little bit but also being humble and 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 a good reflection it, on the year a good acceptance speech. it was a very good acceptance I, I speech. give 'em uh we're teachers I give them a four plus on that
0: oh at least yeah maybe a four awesome. plus plus a ten or of five <laughs>
1: It's, it's like a ten. It's like yeah, it's like perfect. I was like a ten. All right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So I, I got a question for you. Uh, so if we rewind back to September, how confident were you after the draft that you had drafted a team that could win it?
2: Well, I mean, I thought I had some good, good pieces. I mean, between Kessel and Ben, and you know, even even John Carlson, I, I didn't think he'd be as, as good as he was. But uh, um, you know, two decent goaltenders in Jones and Allen, although. Allen certainly gave me some fits throughout the year. I mean, I, I thought I'd be in contention, but, you know, you, you just never know. People get hurt. Like, you know, Steven damn close. So I was really happy to get him, but at the same time, I didn't know if he was going to spend, uh, you know, two weeks, uh, two weeks into the season, he was going to shatter his leg again or have a heart attack or God knows what. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know,
1: i not a that's <laughs> the draft, but
0: you never know. It's. I think. I think one of the keys there was Stamkos, right, and uh, you, that uh, that's huge. And uh, I think when his name pops up on the draft every year, uh, people are very wary of it, and and you roll the dice. Yeah, and I mean that. I, I mean, I got him for two
2: hundred bucks, which I mean, given what he ended up doing this year, was was a really great deal. But yeah, I I, I took a chance, and and I got really lucky. And even at the end, I mean, he, he tapered off a bit, but then the Lightning had the decency to sort of pull him for the rest of the regular season, so I was able to put other guys uh, um, pick up another guy and, and fill the slot in the roster for those last crucial games. So even even his injuries were, uh, were well-timed this
1: year. All right, Tony, I got one last question before we let you go. Yesterday I was texting with your good friend Aiden Helmer, and I suggested to Aiden that maybe he wants to cancel his phone plan because you are actually the only – he is the only person that you – no, is that right in this pool that you've actually met in person? Uh, uh,
2: no, actually that's not true, Robin. Um, I've met uh, once at a gig, I think, down in um,
1: in Kentville when Aiden and I were still playing together before Fantasy Hockey broke up the band. Uh, <laughs> which would be a great name for a band. It would be fantastic, actually. <laughs> yes. well, I, I think I guess you don't know Robin well enough that your gloating would be accepted, but Aiden has to put up with this for the next twelve plus months. Um, and I want to know, what are you going to put your um, winnings towards now? Well, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sympathetic to the uh, Aiden Helmer investment philosophy, uh, you know, uh, herbal supplements for my mental
2: health, that sort of thing, especially after a stressful <laughs> season.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it might be just the ticket. Uh, well, Aiden suggested that he's really happy you won because he gets to uh, have free drinks now.
2: Well, that's true. Well, and, you know, and it's only fair, I mean, I came into this league knowing nothing, and uh, and, and doug as well like they they taught me everything i know so you know this
0: this victory belongs to, to aiden as, as much as anybody very modest
1: that is very modest and that's, yeah.
0: i mean if i won i'd be gloating big time over you right so well
1: i also told aiden uh i guess you're never going to win it but if you ever do that you would you wouldn't buy me a beer because you'd have nothing left over after you buy your uh whimsical socks. That's right. My 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 humorous humorous <laughs> yeah. my Justin Trudeau type attire. Your
0: Justin Trudeau socks. Yeah, there we go. Well, champ, I think uh I Yeah, think that's I it. mean this is uh, this has been fantastic. I mean, quickly just to reach out and this is kind of moving into our our second uh uh, uh sorry, our third segment there, Tony. I want you to comment on your keepers just before we leave. Cuz this will be a nice transition quickly into into our our uh, next segment here. Who do you, well, who okay, are you, who honestly, are you keeping? My my keepers
2: are still a bit in flux to be honest right now. I've got Jones and Allen, but I'm not too sure about Jake Allen. I think he might go for cheaper in the draft next year given the season he had. Um, and then um, Kessel is somebody who uh, – Kessel and Carlson are my other keepers right now, but I'd really like to keep Jamie Ben as well. Um, so I might end up doing Ben, Kessel, Carlson, and Mark Jones. But I uh, have to think about it. I mean, Floreachek was 70 bucks. He had a hell of a year.
1: Uh, you have check too. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Some some stuff to think about.
0: We well, have the summer at least, right? Oh yeah. There we go.
1: You've got the summer. <laughs> you also have a family, but you've got the summer. You've to got think the
0: summer to, to ponder this it. Summer. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, all right, Tony. Well,
0: thank you so much for joining us. Uh, that's been a that's been the champ.
1: Yeah. Congratulations, thank Keith Primo Cup so much, champion. All
0: right. Thanks, Tony. See you, man. All right. Well, that was that was the champ. That was Hennessy right there. I mean, and and that uh, he led us uh, or is leading us into our next uh, segment here. So we've talked about the winners or losers. We've had the champ on. Great to hear his voice. I mean, that guy has a real nice voice. You
1: know, he has a nice voice, and Aiden has a nice voice. <sighs> like I don't. When I listen back to the podcast, I don't like my voice.
0: I don't like the sound of myself either. I don't really like the sound of you. On a, you know. I agree. But then, that's then a, I put you on. I, I listen to this podcast like four or five times, and it, and it, you actually grow on me a bit.
1: I listened to the last one three times. I'm not gonna lie.
0: It's it's it's, it's fantastic stuff. So let's let's move on into into keepers. So we've we've had we'll come to Tony in a bit. I want you to start us off. Um, well, we're gonna organize this by money. Well, money before, on the table, right?
1: Before we do that, we have some news. Uh, it's unfortunate news, uh, but it looks like we are down a manager next year. Uh, Totes, Magotes, Ramrod, uh, Mike Sullivan sent me an email and he said that he's gonna go the way of the Sedins and he's going to retire from the League of Ordinary Gentlemen. Uh, We've left it open for him to come back over the summer. Uh, He's been a great manager and he's been with us, I think since we started uh, the SPN pool. So um, if he comes back, great. If we lose him, uh, you know, that's too bad, but uh, the door will always be open to him because he's just a great guy. Well, I haven't met him. He's a great cyber person from what I understand. I
0: bet he has a nice voice.
1: I'd like to hear his voice one day, and um, he'd be welcome back. So
0: Yeah, I find this one hard, too. Like, you know, when, when uh, we kicked out, you know, the Stanley Cups, when we kicked out the Silver Bullets, when we've kicked out, like... Uh um the f-150 truck i don't even remember that one super crew something something. something. i don't even know i mean this one this one kind of hurts because he is he is he's so active in the pool he's 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 a great virtual guy you know have nice to have virtual beers with or something like that but yeah this one this one hurts a bit so hopefully hopefully mike comes back to us
1: well that said we wish him well we totally understand it and uh it's going to have some implications potentially on these keepers so if i could just say right now brent Everyone got their keepers in uh, today. I know that Blair is going to shortly, but we didn't get his. So we are going to estimate what Blair's Blair's will be. But with everyone else, we can uh, go ahead and introduce them. And as you said, we are going to start by available balances with the managers that have the most money right now based on their preliminary keepers. So let's start
0: with um, Metal Storm Destruction. Robbie Warham. So Robbie has
1: declared, take it away. So, Robbie has $900 at the draft as of right now, and he has declared Eric Carlson, Johnny Gaudreau, Evgeny da- Dadanov. Is that how I pronounce yeah, it? Yeah, that's Dadinov. Good, Dadinov, good enough. Good enough. Sure. Russian. And Antti Ranta as his keepers a D, a left wing, a right wing, and a goalie.
0: You know the shock, though, for me? What's that? That Darling wasn't a keeper for him. That's the, and he was involved in the big uh, trade deadline trade for, with you.
1: Yes, huge. I know it's huge, but he actually scored someone really great, Philip Grubauer. I don't know what Nick in a Box was thinking dropping him. Yeah, I don't Grubauer know. Grubauer emerged as the number one in Washington. Th- we could see a goalie battle in Washington next year, and if that's the case, uh, Robbie's going to get him for 25 bucks.
0: Yeah, I, and I, 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 we always see this with him, and, and then this is, and we'll move on on to, to uh, Zoltalk in just a second, but Warram, he's a manager that fluctuates his keepers.
1: Yep. Yep. All right. So uh you want to introduce Zoltok's keeper. Zoltok's coming in right now with eight hundred and ninety five dollars just behind Metal Storm.
0: Yeah, eight with eight hundred and ninety five bucks. Zoltox got Dubnik, Devin Dubnik, okay, thirty five bucks. Zach Grunetsky for twenty eight bucks. Brock Bozer for twenty five bucks. And
1: Bezer?
0: That, Brock Bezer? Bezer. Bozer. Know. Loser? Loser <laughs> for, t- for twenty five bucks. And Matthew Kachuk for Seventeen dollars. I mean, that's that's pretty good.
1: He's going in young and he's going in cheap. Rob always goes in cheap, so this isn't surprising. Uh, if we go to his team, maybe there are a couple of players he can choose, but I, I think his he was forced here. He could have kept Arvidsson again. Uh, maybe Mike Smith. He's going to pick up. We shall see. I hate Matthew Kachuk and anybody in that yeah. family.
0: Yeah, it's it's I'm the big surprise for me is Clayton Keller.
1: Oh yeah, I mean that's uh, he, he's
0: he's uh, he's the rook, right? I mean, and this is this is a guy that I mean was dropped and added all season. This is a guy that was um, he's on my charts. Um, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a of a, a shocker, but uh, we'll see. I mean, you know, sixty five points that's that's not bad.
1: Yep, Rob's going in young and cheap.
0: Yep. All right. Up next. Yeah, Nick in the box.
1: Rookie manager Nick in a box, one dollar less than Rob. He's going in at eight ninety four. He's got PK Subban at D. He's got a goalie and Mark Andre Fleury, uh, Jonathan Marchessault from Vegas, and Vincent Trocheck from Florida. One hundred six dollars total. A D, a goalie, and two centermen. Any surprises? Uh, for me, not really. Uh, I think Nikolai Ehlers is a little too expensive to keep. Yeah. Uh, but. I, when I was looking at his team, I figured those would be his four keepers, uh, and he looks like someone who's going to spend really hard and really early in the draft next September.
0: Yeah, the good news here is that, uh, for Warham at least, that OEL is available. And you know you know Warm's love affair with OEL.
1: He went a whole season without—I tried to trade him, and he texted me and said, I don't love him as much as you think I do. Oh, I think he loves him. Oh, we'll see next September. Exactly.
0: On to the Patriots, your team. So let's take a look at this for a second. So the grand total of $847 going in is Vladimir, uh, the Patriots have, have uh, decided to keep Vladimir Tarasenko at 53, Ben Bishop at 14, Brad Marchand, I don't, I don't know about that one, at $43, and Tukarask at 17. So I'm looking at that's You know, you've got some really cheap goaltending you've got a pest that for at 43 bucks and well tarasenko's tarasenko at 53.
1: yeah i don't see me changing my keepers unless i make a trade beforehand i've i've made a trade once or twice before Uh, unless i make a trade beforehand those are my four guys and it's been a few years since i've had a lot of money at the draft it's more fun when you've got money at the draft so I want to go in and I want to be aggressive next year.
0: Yeah, at 873, I mean, you've got that. You know, I don't see really, again, too many too many surprises there. Maybe Yanni Gord?
1: Yeah, he was a surprise player. You know, when you look at a category like plus-minus, any Tampa Bay player, he went plus 34 this year, 65 points. Um, he's got, not only does he have, he's got three positions, left wing, center, and right wing. Um, so he's someone that I would consider, but he doesn't take any shots on goal. So if I were to make a big deal, maybe trade two of my keepers for one guy, Yanni Gord would be in the mix as well. Yeah,
0: it was interesting.
1: All right, you are uh, next. You've got $847. So the Careless Whisperers, uh, his strategy. He's going to keep Jonathan Quick, goalie. we got Miko Rantanen, a rookie with the Colorado Avalanche, who had a great year this year. He got 84 points. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so... Uh, he's a twenty-five dollar keeper. Victor Hedman and Roman Yosi two D for a total of twenty-seven bucks. So you're going in with um, a strategy we've seen before, really heavy on defense. Uh, you can't argue with it with Yosi and um, Hedman as your defenseman. That's really impressive. So you've, I'm pretty impressed with who you're going in with. Any possible changes? No, I, I think I'm, I mean th- this one I wrestled
0: with because you know Kopitar. I think I drafted for fifty bucks, and he ended up with ninety-two points. And Drysaitel. And Drysaitel. Those are the two that I really left on, um, on, on the table with was with, with, with Drysaitel and Kopitar. So, I, but all in all, I'm happy with it. You know, I'm hoping that Ranton can repeat. Obviously, you know, he was a, he was the surprise for me of the season. He's one of them at least.
1: Yeah, I mean, pretty impressive keepers for everyone so far. Let's keep going.
0: All right, let's go to Gump and Uncle Marsh, and he is going in at seven hundred and seventy nine dollars so looking at his keepers he's uh, listed Carey price at 143 dollars david pasternak at 28 josh bailey at 25 and connor Hallebuck at 25 some that's some big names
1: big names uh good prices he stole Hellebuck. i think Carey price is still a a valuable goalie and at 143 dollars he would go for 200 plus at the draft um my only concern with him is he's only covering two positions, two goaltending positions and two left wing. But I don't see him making a change. Those are four great keepers. Yeah,
0: he's got the number two goalie in the the league uh, for this season at $25. Uh, Yeah, he's got two positions covered.
1: But, you know, know, Gump's had an off year, and uh, he knows how to win. All right, so we're going to try – we're taking a guess here for Blair's team. So this team reeks – hopefully it goes back to Werner Heisenberg because – the team shouldn't have reeked as bad as it did, but we've got. Sure we're um we're going to guess that Braden Point at ten dollars. Uh, he's got to keep Kucherov, who is the best fantasy value in the league right now. Austin Matthews at one hundred and forty-six because I believe he's a Leaf fan. I believe he is. And uh, John Gibson in net. So John Gibson's a good quality goalie, and again, pretty cheap at sixty-nine bucks. So if that is who Blair keeps, he's going in with a center. Two centers, sorry, a right wing, a goalie, and 741 bucks in the bank.
0: Yeah, I think that's. I mean, looking at his team, I think those are the the clear ones there. Um, I don't see too much of uh, an opportunity to kind of change those up. Again, you never know uh, what what people are thinking, but I think that's
1: a, a fairly good uh, guess uh, for for Blair and this team, Reeks. I would say he, if he's considering Evander Kane, depending on where Evander Kane plays, he had a really good. Um, Start to the season and then kind of fell in a bit of a valley but came back with the San Jose Sharks pretty hard. So that could be an option, and maybe Holtby. Holtby's still good value in net.
0: Well, absolutely. I mean, there's there are some choices there. Well, let's go on to uh, Jason and pull my finger. PMF. So PMF is going in with $741, uh, and then you're, you're seeing him keep, he's declared so far, Nathan McKinnon at $41. Uh, he's got John Tavares at 101 Frederick Anderson at 92, and Mar- Matthew Barzell at 25. Thoughts? Two of those that, are my keepers from last year.
1: That was my first thought. But he also has um, – he's going in with three centermen. I i don't know. I i guess you can keep three centermen. You've got the two center spots and, and a utility spot. Uh, but he still he's got Jack Eichel, who's also a centerman. I think he's going to be very center heavy. He's going to have to pay hard for left-wingers and right-wingers. But – yeah, I kind of see that as being his, his team.
0: He's leaving two D on the table. I'll tell you that much right now. He's leaving Burns and Petriangelo on the table. Yeah, true. So I mean, there's there is there are some big names there that that um, from that team. But I mean, he, again, he's got a lot to choose from. So and uh, you know that's that's who he's running with right now.
1: Yeah. All right. So into our final three here, um, as the champ said, he right now has Martin Jones, Jake Allen. Phil Kessel and John Carlson, two goalies, a right winger, and a D. Uh, Brent and I spoke briefly before the podcast. We thought that maybe Kessel would be swapped out for Jamie Ben. I don't see Jamie Ben not being on that list next year.
0: No, he won. He won him the pool. Yep. He's got to reward Ben. And like I mean, you look at you look at his cost, 118 bucks. He was drafted for.
1: Yep. So he comes in more cheaper. cheaper. He, yeah. he, he comes in cheaper than Kessel. Uh, Jake Allen is a question mark but if he's number one in St. Louis again St. Louis is a should have a better season next year and at some point that guy has to he's got to show his potential I know in NHL 18 on the Xbox next year Jake Allen rates 89 this year it was 84 oh so he's he's on the up Uh, according to uh, EA Sports he is well that's huge well I mean they're
0: the authority right it's in the game it's in the game all right here we go so we're on to Bowlby our number two finisher of the year whiskey Dick Van Dyke I mean he's coming in at 514 dollars and then we are looking at Patrick line at 112 Andre Vasilevsky at 12 bucks Ty- uh, Taylor Hall 155 and Pecorine at 207 dollars so he's he's spending some money
1: he is he's got 514 bucks left over uh, but again he might make a change here or there. He is a guy that is not afraid to go into the draft with less money than other managers. He's done it in the past, and he's drafted well. I like Kyle Connor. I don't want to say that out loud because he's someone that I would... Damn it. Can we edit this? No,
0: we're not editing this all right, at all. The well, curse is real. Yeah,
1: I know. Kyle Connor looks really good. Um, so I could see Kyle Connor making his way in there. Yeah, did Charlie McAvoy go for much? I don't think he did.
0: I mean, you're you're dealing yeah, 31 dollars. He was drafted, and there's still potential there, right? And it, again, you'll see what kind of playoffs he has uh, in first round with the Leafs. But uh, yeah, he has some names that he's 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 leaving. My my biggest my biggest uh, I guess surprise um, is uh, Rene.
1: Well, we've got some news that may make him ponder whether Renee's worth keeping, and we'll talk about that um, at the end of our preliminary keeper release. Um, so, shall we go on to our final one? Absolutely. All right. So, Aiden and the notorious Gib—he has three hundred and forty-five dollars right now. So, I think he might be playing us a little bit. I'm not sure, uh, but he currently has for his keepers Sergey Bobrovsky at two fifty-six, Philip Forsberg. Blake Wheeler, and Cam Talbot, so two goalies, a center, and a right winger. Now, listen, he might be going in with a different strategy because he has always been one of our top spending managers with the most money at draft, and I think he's had a frustrating couple of years. So maybe he's going to switch it up. This is more of a PMF strategy from last year, right?
0: Oh yeah, I think so. And 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 Aiden Aiden always plays uh, the draft very well. He he's probably in my in my book. It's it comes down to. Uh, uh Aiden and uh and you I'm going to say you 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 always consistently draft well no that's not true at all you're you're horrible at the draft you are
1: I am the worst drafter in the league and every year I'm so excited I'm so excited when the draft starts and the the music starts and I'm nervous and I'm texting everyone and I'm drinking a beer and I have sheets and then I just completely crap it up every single year I wonder if you
0: you, you, you have a couple, uh, you know, a few too many before the draft actually starts.
1: You know, before I had children, I would say that's correct, but now I'm tucking the kids in and kissing them goodnight and doing all that stuff and then rushing to the kitchen. So there we go. I, I'm probably cracking my first beer just as I'm logging in. All right. So, but I think we need to talk about uh, Aiden for just one second here. Um, looking through his team, he's got some decisions to make, and uh, Eric Stahl. Had an unbelievable season. Yeah, seventy six points, right? Forty two goals, two hundred and forty one shots, and he's going to come in at ten dollars next year if he chooses to keep him. But can Eric Stahl repeat that? Was this a one off for Eric Stahl? Or? I don't
0: know. That's a tough one. I mean, but it, it, it might be worth uh, rolling the dice on the other one. There is the guy that I traded
1: him is Zucker. Yeah, twenty. He would come in at twenty five dollars. He had a another wild player. PRK of six this year. Um, so Stahl at thirteen, Zucker at at uh, six. If he keeps those two players, that that's thirty-five dollars between those two players, and I could see him potentially dropping off a Bobrovsky and maybe a Blake Wheeler strictly because of their money. If he does that, then he gains a couple hundred more dollars at the draft.
0: Yeah, for, again, coming and just wrapping up on Aiden here too. Uh, you know, Talbot, the, the the Oilers were the Oilers this year. I think just generally, no one would have called it that in any way. So they're going to be a better team next year. He's, what, 88 bucks or something like that? Yeah, he'll yeah. be $75, $80 bucks or something. So, so uh, you know, I think you're going to see, and this is my guess, you're going to see a
1: change on Aiden's uh, um, team. Yep, I think we'll see a change, but I also believe that Aiden no longer feels he needs to go in with $900 because he hasn't won any money using that strategy.
0: Uh, and that's what we're going to get into, actually. This is leading into what next week's all about, isn't it?
1: Yeah, so next week we're going to get into some real analytics of how people draft and uh, the dollar values they use. And we're going to look at some standard deviation and some fancy stats next week. But I would, uh, if we can talk about totes again, um, him leaving the pool is going to have some serious implications potentially on who people are going to keep. So, as of September now, everyone can, on top of all the players that we thought would be available, we are seeing the likes of Couturier, Giroux, Schwartz, Marner, Seth Jones. Those are just the skating positions that are going to be available yeah. uh, from his and team. And then,
0: then let's get into the, some of the goaltending here. Like <laughs> Lundqvist, Schneider, Crawford. So w- number one goalie, number one goalie, number one goalie. No, knowing and if this does stick, and, and if Mike is serious about exiting and making that exiting, that exit, Sorry, those are huge, huge skating positions and they're huge, huge goalie positions left on the table.
1: Yeah, so if I'm Bowlby and I've got Rene, who was far and away one of the best goalies this year. For sure. Do I spend 207 on him, or do I maybe say, now I can get a Lundqvist or a Schneider or a Crawford at half of that value?
0: Well, yeah, and then you look at it again. Do, do I know that Jones is coming in, right? Do I, do I go hard for a third? I mean, number PRK of, of six, right? right? And, you know, he's, he was, what was he kept at? sixty? He's drafted for $66. Okay, I mean, there's probably one of the biggest values
1: there. Look, you know, he has a good team. He has a fantastic Look, team. Looking at his team right now, it's surprising that he finished where he finished. So much luck involved in this pool. Yeah. It, it, wow, well, it's, it's a lot of skill though, too, isn't it? But tons of skill. Tons of skill. Yes. All right, so I mean, th- that's that, why you and I didn't win this year. That's
0: right. General lack of skill. Well, or too much skill much skill. Yeah. So w- what happens, I think what's happening here is that this is, uh, th- uh, you're going to see a probably with, with with Mike's exit, with Tote's exit here, some managers really rethinking their, their uh, keepers after listening to this podcast.
1: So I'm going to say this to everyone. So I'm going to send this uh, as soon as uh, Blair gets his keepers uh, to me. I will send that out to you so you guys can take another look at that. But as it stands right now, next year uh, we've got 16 goalies locked up eight centermen, five left wingers, eight right wingers, seven defense. That's our 44 keepers right now.
0: Yeah. And and what we're also seeing here too, once you get the list and get that in front of you and start wrestling around with it, you're seeing some names from last year that aren't on there. And so there's been, there's some change happening in the league.
1: Absolutely. All right. Hey, listen, uh, before I'm going to let you sign off, but I just want to say again, congratulations to the Keith Primo cup champion, Hennessy Williams. It's this is the toughest trophy in sport to win. Well, it's it's in, it's incredibly tough, and and it, the cash
0: prize that comes with it is outstanding.
1: Yeah, and and congratulations to every manager in this pool. Now, we have all won money. Nick is in his first year. He actually started midway through, but yep. it's nice to see we have a, a combination of frustrating seasons. But it seems like everyone is rewarded. It's not a lot of money. This isn't going to pay our mortgage, but it's a bit of a reward for us after playing this for so long that everyone seems to win here every few years. So. Yeah, it's
0: a neat stat, actually. Man, yeah. I love the Luke. You know, we're, we, we, we are inviting and, and fair and equitable. We're an equitable pool.
1: Well, speaking of equity, we might have a special guest coming up in the next few weeks.
0: Oh, do you want to actually in- no, talk about I, this one? I, oh, no, I, I, this that's is going teaser. to be a surprise. That's is, the is teaser. It, is it a
1: teaser? Is that what the, we call it? The
0: teaser, the teaser for, 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 for future episodes. Tune in. Tune in, folks. All right, For so again, just to recap, for next week, we are going deep into analytics. We're going to go deep into to the deviation, to looking at people's teams and keepers, and uh, it'll be such a treat. It's going to be an amazing uh, walk down uh, this year uh, in terms of what... Who uh is being kept and who is not, and uh preliminary draft uh predictions here of what's gonna happen. So stay tuned for that. So that is it. That has been episode five, the world champ, Hennessy, all right, for the week of April 9th. And just a reminder, if you have yet to pay the man,
1: we're good. Everyone's paid. Paid? Really?
0: Yeah. Wow. We're good. That's it. See you next week, folks. See you boys.